Good morning. Here we are back with the next episode of One Minute Mitzvahs. <laughs> mitzvahs that you can do in one minute. That's all. Just one minute. And of course, again, I just want to start this way by reminding us all that a mitzvah is not a good deed. It is an action that we take, it, it, which brings in becomes a channel for divine energy into your life, into the life of others, and to the whole world. And I like to make that distinction right away, very early on, because so many have a, a different picture of the of what mitzvahs are, what practice is, and, and this picture can really stop us from engaging in this actually dynamic, thrilling, it's a thrilling practice, believe it or not, to do the mitzvahs. It's thrilling. But if they're done in with a certain state of mind and in a certain way. So good morning. This is Brenda Shoshana. And um, the podcast is dedicated to opening up our eyes and our heart and our activity. Because mitzvahs are many, they're really about doing, 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 taking action. Whether it's whether it's even a mental action of changing our point of view, it's action. It's not about just sitting. I mean, it's very important to learn what they are, of course, to understand it. And then the step into action is so fundamental to this practice because in, in Jewish practice, this world is not only a passing dream. Is it a passing dream? Of course, but it's much more than that too. It's an enormous opportunity. And I believe that that's true in all practices. When we go deeply into the heart of the practices, it's so wonderful to see how we all are connected and working together, together, together for the good of all, no matter what particular practice we've undertaken. And that's another reason I wanted to do this particular podcast to illuminate the beauty of, of Jewish practice and of doing the mitzvot, the mitzvahs, and of that it doesn't separate us from anything or anyone, just the opposite, the opposite. These mitzvahs are designed to bring us together, one, one with ourselves, with our own soul, with our heart, with our neighbor, with our friends, with everyone. So any, any practice, any practice that's done in the heart of separation, judgment, division, that's the wrong, that's been taken over by a misunderstanding, let's put it that way. I'm, I don't like to get right, wrong judgments, no, 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 because that stops us from going forward very, very often. Even, even when we start to judge ourselves, oh, I didn't do this one, I did that one, I didn't do it correctly, all of that, and we become frozen. I know I did for many, many years and often still do. And, and, and we don't want to become frozen because the purpose of true practice is to unfreeze us. Let's thaw out here. Let's become f open so we can actually do the mitzvah, so we can take action, so we can live in the world. Not that we can be so terrified that we've done something wrong or there's something wrong with us or we're going to get punished. That's a very dangerous way to view this. And I've seen with my own eyes how many people have been stopped cold in their tracks because of it. 
So that's a little prelude, which is an important prelude. And, and I'm from here, I'm going to go forward with the mitzvah for today. I never really know exactly which one I'm going to do. And then it becomes very clear to me just before I start. I have a few in mind. And usually these different ones I have in mind, they all interact with one another, which I love that too. And we'll talk more about that in a few moments. So the one for today is unloading the burden from a tired animal. <laughs> Might sound real. What's that? It sounds silly or it sounds like a koan even. Anyway, the 202nd mitzvah is that we are commanded or we are guided or directed because so many people might balk like a tired animal <laughs> at the word commanded. Who's commanding me? And the minute we feel we're commanded, then we want to push back. So just take that word out and let's say we are guided. We are guided to unload the burden of an animal which has buckled actually buckled under its load in a field. Isn't that a beautiful image, actually? Such an interesting image. We see an animal, in this case, I believe it's a donkey. We'll go further with this. In the field, he's buckled under his load too much. It's too much. And all of us, we've been in that position, too. In a way, you could say the body part of us is the animal just buckling. I, there's been too much put upon me. Many of us feel that way. So let's let's explore this really beautiful mitzvah. Let's explore it. We are guided to unload the burden of that animal that's buckled. We're directed to do so. You know, these directions, this guidance, it's for our benefit. It's for the benefit of the animal that's buckled. It's for everyone's benefit. So don't balk, because <laughs> we are like tired animals too, and we balk at anything. Don't command me. Don't tell me what to do. That consciousness is so common. You know, I, for many years I worked as a psychologist, a therapist, so putting all these pieces together, there is that consciousness, don't tell me what to do. So anyway, we're, it's not like someone's telling you what to do. It's guiding, making a direction, giving instruction, and always, always, always in the Torah is do it yourself and you will see. You don't have to listen or believe. Try it out. Do it. Try and you do and you will see the consequences. You will see the result for yourself. So that's another very important embedded instruction in the mitzvahs, do and you will see. You don't have to believe it on faith or on blind faith. Do it. You know, when I started to actually do some of the mitzvahs, wow, I was shocked at how beautiful, how powerful, how meaningful they were. If you read it on a page and you're fighting it because you're being commanded, you're stuck. If you actually take it and do and you will see, you're in a whole new place, a whole new ball game. Anyway, let's continue with the mitzvah, which is also spoken in this way. If you see the donkey of someone you hate, which that's quite a statement, lying under its load, you must make every effort to help him. Even if you hate the person, if their animal or that which belongs to them is suffering. If you see suffering 
If there's, doesn't matter what you feel, make every effort to help them. Wow. That's so powerful and so beautiful and has so many ramifications. Now, normally, if we don't like someone, well, we might even we'll just pass them by. Too bad. They deserved it. Good for them. I'm glad or something like that. That might be our natural or our, or our spontaneous reaction. I would say our conditioned reaction. It might be a, just a reaction rather than a response. You see, that's why these mitzvahs are here, because we will have reactions which are not truly positive for ourselves, for the other, or for the development of our lives and the development of the world itself. Our automatic reactions, they come from a part of us that's almost like the animal, the body, the impulses, blind desire. They don't come from the wholeness which has the wisdom embedded in it that can see the big, big picture. So the mitzvahs are guidance. Sometimes they're counterintuitive. Well, why is that important? Or how can I do that? Yes, you can do that. If you hear the guidance and you're aware of it, then you've been given the strength to do it as well. So the phrase, you must make every effort to help this donkey, <laughs> This refers to unloading the donkey, taking the burden off the animal. Of course, it's a in this day and age, we don't see people walking in the fields with donkeys, but we can extrapolate this extremely important instruction to, any, to everything. I mean, if you see anyone buckling under the burdens placed upon them, you must make every effort to help unload the burden. Help him, help her, help it, help an animal, help a person. We're all part of us animal, the burden. We must make every effort to help, to unload the burden. Now that itself is a fascinating concept, to unload the burden, take off the burden from someone. So many times, unwittingly, we are actually loading a burden on someone. Isn't this interesting when you really think about it? We're making a demand of them, and even if we don't speak the demand, unconsciously we're making these demands of them. Do this, do that, if not, you don't pass, I don't like you, I don't approve of you. We have all of these so-called demands, and then when we do that, we are putting more of a burden upon that person, that animal, whatever it is. Do this for me, do that for me. And if you don't do it, you're bad. Now that's a huge burden to have to live with, that condemnation. Oh my gosh, what could be more painful? But it, the, the real instruction in this mitzvah is take that burden off, unload the burden. Let that being have its own natural strength again. As we unload the burden, we can breathe, we can move, we can become strong and healthy once again. So part of this instruction also is, now these words <laughs> in this day and age might not go over so well, but they had a, 
they had a place when they were put spoken in this way. It means that you're forbidden. That's a strong word. I'm forbidden. You're forbidden to leave her lying under her load. You're for, you, you are forbidden. You may not leave a donkey or an animal who has, or a being, a person who has buckled under the burdens placed upon them and they're lying there. You must, even if you don't like them, even if you dislike them, even if you disapprove of them, you must make this effort to help. That's what it says. You're forbidden. Strong language and the strong language just is a an effort to emphasize how important, how vital this is. So we can go into this, and we should, and perhaps we really will into this in such much more depth as we go along. The details of these different mitzvahs, they go, there's much, much profound discussion in the Talmud, in particular in Baba Matsya about these particular instructions. And it's very fascinating and important to really also go into the discussion about it. What are the details of it? Because sometimes we will create in our own mind, well, I have to do this or I don't have to do that. And, and, and what we're creating about what it means to unload the burden is something we, that puts a burden on us. We can't even do it. So it's very interesting to learn what exactly is involved here, what is implicated. And we'll go into that in more detail next time. But for now, what I want to really explore is this phrase, even if you hate that person, because it's quite a strong phrase. These mitzvahs really try to address the reality of who we are as well as who we can be and who we grow into. And one part is not eliminated in, in favor of creating some image of a righteous, holy, wise person. That's very dangerous because often we'll say, well, I'll never get to that level or I'm not holy or I can't do it. But no, 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 these, are, these mitzvahs are given to be done right here in life. That's the big point and in your life and they can be done. And it's not about becoming some fantasy figure who's a great sage, a great holy one. Again, when we hold on to those images, they stop us cold. Someone else is holy, let them do it. Me, uh, I'm not on that. I've heard that so many times. I'm not on that level. I don't want to be on that level. I'll just live my life. I'll do this. I'll do that. You know, that, we don't, that misses the mark. That misses the mark because let me say something. When we take on even one or two of these mitzvahs and actually do them, the, big, the biggest beneficiary is us. We are the biggest beneficiary because there's such a sense of well-being and, and, and of clarity and of togetherness and of a lack of loneliness. You know, when I hear these days so much of an epidemic, it's an epidemic of loneliness, an epidemic. When you take on the mitzvahs, you, it's really, really a way to connect, to unify. You and the animal on the road, even the person you think you hate. You know, of course, we think we don't like this one, we think we don't like that one, we think we hate them. No, 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 we don't hate anyone. That's just 
and a reaction. Like having acid reflux. We'll have acid reflux for a moment. Oh, it burns. We'll have a pain in our arm for a moment. Ow, I, I played too much tennis or whatever we do. It's just a momentary reaction. But if you dwell with that reaction and you don't take the instruction to heart, help that person, even though you think you hate them. And of course, where is the hatred? Then it disappears instantly and you find how much you care about them and how good it feels to help them. You, you get in touch with other aspects of your being that not only help the other person, not only help their animal or whatever it is in their life that carries the burden, but it helps the whole world. The whole world is t touched by this. Simple actions again. Now here we're returning to actions. <laughs> it's not only helped by sending out a, a feeling of love. Of course, that's a very wonderful thing to do, but sometimes we can't get there. We don't do it. But take this action and you will. And my goodness, I'm looking and I see the time for today is coming to an end. I, I want to thank you so much for listening. If you would like to write to me or be in touch or discuss any of this, my email is toptopspeaker at yahoo.com. I'd love to be in touch with you. I'm thrilled to be hearing from people who are actually taking these on and doing them and enjoying them. That's the point. Let's enjoy it. It's exciting. It's fun. It's meaningful stuff. So I'm happy to hear about that. The, 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 the podcast is at www.theonetent.com. If you want to hear other other ish, um, episodes, they're, they're up there. They're for you to listen to. Let's do it together. Let's be a blessing because when we do this wonderful practice, we, we are a blessing to all and to ourselves and in a very quiet, simple way. You don't have to be a big holy person. Just that actions are holy. The actions we take are pivotal and powerful. Let's take them together and let the world needs it so much now and so do we. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening, really. And I look forward to next week. Take care, be well, bye-bye.